got kids and I need to be up early, whatever the turnaround is, people, you know, life happens. I get that. But yeah, that's, it's so difficult to do that. And I don't know how you do it, Barrett, especially because I, I have that show every Thursday on 29 and I'm on there for a half hour and I'm, I, I can't come down until like 1am any day. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thursday mm-hmm. night, I'm up till one, two in the morning just because I'm jacked from a 30 minute. Now you think like doing this every day, but it's just a different. It, I don't know. I, I don't know how people do that where you're on for like a long period of time and you would think they'd be tired. But it's the flip where they're just crazy. Yeah, it is. It's tough, man, because I, I'm, I'm especially a game like that where it went total opposite of what, what I thought it was going to be. And then I have to talk about it. And then, you know, I'm getting fired up. You know, I'm going back and forth with Seth. Uh, you know, Ray Diddy's throwing out all these um, all these statistics and everything. And I have to, you know, get that going and 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 basically talk about a team that's been inept at everything they've been doing. So it, it, it really is tough, man, because I'm all fired up throughout the game. And I thought I'm fired up watching the game. I got to go talk about it. It's, it's, it's now, does Ray, does Ray have like a briefcase full of legal pads? Bro, that's, I mean, that's what he does. Yeah, he I know. He's always got it out. Briefcases of briefcases and more briefcases. I mean, he has he has letter pads of back when I played. He had mm-hmm. my write up. That's how that's how focused he is. He 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 plots every play. He writes down every play. Mm-hmm. What happened on the play? The yarders on the play, and who did what on the play? He also has he, to have an amazing memory. Yeah. Oh, he does. He does. So I'm curious though. Outside of the daily habits of Ray Diddy, which I'm sure. It, I, I am fascinated by that guy. Next next time you see him, tell him I said hi and that I hope he's still listening to Delilah. I'll get a kick out of that one. But here's the thing. <laughs> what? Uh, yes, Delilah, I, the radio personality. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what Delilah's den. I'm no, not ready to no, go to no. places like that. No, no, no. I, look, I don't know. He might, he might get out every now and again. You, you know, he'd surprise a lot of people. But uh, he's one of the – we all three of us know he's one of the coolest dudes. And, he's, and I remember just having a conversation with him randomly when I was some pipsqueak producer at, at IP and he was sitting there talking. I mentioned how I was still working a little bit down in AC and they ran Delilah and he was just like, Oh my God. So we just bonded over Delilah. But I wow. know something who was the ringleader behind trying to find out Harry May's gambling habits. The ringleader. Oh yeah. yeah. Who was pushing this? Was it Barcad? Who was, of course, this? who's pushing course. this narrative down there, right? That I'm some narrative. scumbag degenerate. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I don't know that far, but you know, it, it started out talking about the conversation about this show. So we started talking about this show, and Mike said, "Man, that Harry's, you know, he's he's very good at talking about uh, betting and things that I know." Like, yeah, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's really good. Is he? He's one of the betting guys. Does he bet a lot? I, I looked at Harry. I was like, I look at Harry every day, and it's like he looks like a gambler, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, he's got <laughs> he's got the stash going, you know, and that's that just led into everything, bro. That led hey. into everything after that. I got news for you. Shander bets way more than me. Okay. He's got more plays on a daily basis than I probably do in a week. And that's no, that's no joke. So I love how he's getting, he, you talk about flying below the radar. Shander's <laughs> flying below the radar on the gambling thing. I got, I, got, I do a show on a radio station called the gambler right. on Fox 29 as the quote gambling expert. And yet somehow Harry Mays, is, I tell you, it's the stash. <laughs> Barkan saw Tuesday's show. Yep. And he's like, what the hell is on Mays? He has turned even to even more of a degenerate than the last time I saw him. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's the stash effect. And then, you know, I brought in the, the golfing thing, you know, so he's pretty mm-hmm. good at golf. And so we start talking about golfing. 
And then, you know, I said, and then I, out of nowhere, I said, I bet he bets um, on golf games also. So he's, he's just, he's just as bad as, as, as Barkley and, 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 and Jordan when they go out there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he probably is. He probably is. <laughs> I took I took a picture of our our pond at the at the course oh, yesterday. You see what I you see what I said back? Yeah, yeah. My, about the telescoping fishing <laughs> rod, keep it right. next to the sand wedge or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Absolutely love it. People still weighing in here on not Kenny Rogers, <laughs> but Barrett. You asked uh, Jimmy Kemsky, can uh, Carson get some of the turnovers coached out of him? I got a question for you about the other quarterback because Daniel Jones uh, has 34 career turnovers in his first 20 games as a quarterback. 19 of them were starts. That is atrocious. That's like record setting. Yeah, that's they got that's a problem. Ridiculous. No question. And it's 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 not necessarily you know um, his decision making. You know because he can drop dimes. I think it's more so they need to get his offensive line. But I mean. Their starting, um, their starting tackle was was horrible. Their starting left tackle was horrible, and I thought he was going to be a good player. Thomas coming out of Georgia was my top rated tackle mm-hmm. uh, in the draft last year, and he got whipped all day. BG beat him like a drum. Yeah. So I don't necessarily know what's going on with that offensive line. So I thought Barnett. they got better. Barnett yeah. Did too. Exactly. So yeah. you know they got some problems, man, and and it's not and it, it gets compounded because that's their starting offensive line. You're right. right. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yes, you know my name. live. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle across all sports map radio platforms live locally at the Fritz and Bean Cooley Studios here in Philadelphia. As we broadcast to you around the country, around the world. You can watch the program. We don't break. They have to pay some bills on the radio. That's how we keep afloat. But the stream doesn't stop at Harry Mays to you at B Brooks 72 NBCS and at Shander show for me. In fact, at the middle show underscore is how you can interact with the program. We've got some news surrounding other games, other teams in the NFL. Thank goodness we can move away from that Eagles-Giants debacle from last night just for a minute or 60, if we can. And also, I put a poll out. I put a poll out. Oh, uh, yeah, put it on the poll, Guillermo. It wasn't a show <laughs> poll. We don't do show polls. Oh, okay. We invite people if they want to interact with us, 800-224-2004. So, yes, we do have the phone line open, and, yes, we do take calls. But are either one of you going to see the new Borat movie? No. Um, no. Did you no, see no. the first Borat movie? Uh, not in the theater. I saw it on television. I forget. Yeah, That's I forget fine. where. But, yeah, I did. I did watch that. All right. Now, you were. I never got through it. I never, no. I never. You yeah, didn't it, get through it. That no. Boutros, Boutros Gali interview. Oh, no, that's Ali G, right? <laughs> that's Ali that's G. Ali G. Yeah. 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 That's, that's right. So, yeah, the, the first Borat movie was was a, a little bit difficult. It, it wasn't as funny. Ali G, nothing will ever be as funny as the show. <laughs> Ali G. But did you, did you see, did you see what just came up there? I, I, you guys just let it pass, though. But they said, <laughs> Harry, they said your stash makes you look like a degenerate. 
um, gambler. You didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, that's not a stash of a degenerate. Says. <laughs> okay, but we'll that's fall. not. Well, a maybe stash. there was another one. Maybe there was another. No. <laughs> that's not a stash. Unbelievable, Harry. I, I take it back then. Yeah. So you know what? This 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 the stash is not that. So I, I got I got to come go to work and, and talk That's about only this. One, right. Only Jeff Bruder on the stream, Barrett. Don't get convinced so fast, so quickly. We got a lot coming up. Sports Map Radio, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, two minutes and we're back. Bro, so uh, what I was saying about Kansas State, man. Yeah. So um, I want to. I, I just retired. I'm, I'm. Well, not just retired. I was two years removed from. Um, I re- retired one year, and I was two years removed from the Super Bowl. So I go back for the first time since you know, because I mean, you know, to watch a game because I couldn't watch games. I was playing during the same time. Mm-hmm. So I go back, and when I get there, I go to the field. And, you know, they have me out there. I'm talking to recruits. Yeah, you need to go to Kansas State, you know, yada, yada, yada. So then the coaching staff, you know, everybody goes in. So they're about to come out and play the game. The coaching staff comes to me, hey, um, where's your ticket at? I said, what? where's my ticket? What do you mean? Well, you need a ticket to stay here. I'm like, hold on, bro. I played here at Kansas State. You know exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. You have my jersey downstairs, my Super Bowl jersey at that, <laughs> hanging up downstairs in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me I need a ticket? I'm standing on the sideline. Well, Ron Prince doesn't like, uh, you know, ex-players standing on his sideline. On his sideline? Mm. What? What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Who were they playing? Kansas. Then I, then go oh, stand on the Kansas sideline. Right. Mangino hears me talking to the guy. <laughs> he said, Brooksy, don't worry about it. Come stand on my sideline. I go stand on uh, I go stand on Kansas Kansas sideline, and we're at Kansas State. Wow! And he lets me stay on the sideline. Yeah. So, long story long, like maybe (laughs) two months later, it's going through all the you know all all the you know people that went to Kansas State. You know the you know what what do you call them? People that uh the the back them the K State backers. Oh, what is Barrett Brooks doing? Yeah, boosters. Yeah. Oh, he's doing. we're back on the radio. We're gonna have, let's come back to this. You're gonna have to tell the story. This is amazing. Hold on. Here we are back right. on the radio now. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage, live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. 
Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A couple of programming notes here. All right, now we're on until 1 o'clock Eastern. We've got overtime that runs each and every day live on the stream. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle is how you can watch the program. And Barrett, again, we tell you every day, every segment, make sure you're watching because you never know what pops up. Barrett was like two-thirds, maybe three-quarters of the way through a pretty crazy story about his time at Kansas State and then coming back to Kansas State. So we're going to come back to that story. We're going to give you some time to stretch out and, and really discuss it in the next segment. But here's another thing that we were talking about, and I think we are all on board. But as Harry loves to do, Barrett, you'll find out more and more about Harry, is if there's something to be figured out about the show, it's better off discussed live on the air as opposed to any pre- or post-show meeting. Right. And I no think to maximize the day for Harry so he can get the hell out of here and go play golf. I'm not playing golf today. Uh, well, whatever it is that you're doing, getting the, it could be an oil change at this point. We just want to get the hell out of here. We understand that. But it appears that we are, and I think we have confirmation from Ron Culver as well, who's producing the show for us in Houston, that we will return fake news twice a week in the second hour. Is oh, that good. Happen? Well, I was talking to you about it, and then I talked to Ron about it. So if you're not on board with this, no, I think it's good. I, I said it's a great segment, and I think we should do it a couple days a week. Not every day, though. Right. It yeah. would be Tuesdays and Thursdays at the 1225 Eastern segment in the second hour. Now, mm-hmm. is that is that okay with you on your workload, Mr. Culver? Of course. All right, you could swing that. Yeah, I can. I think I can manage. All right, well, look, you know, I, I just... You're I don't want to... Sound, you're making it sound like I'm doing calculus or something. No, but you're you're like the... Maze of producers there where you're getting everything done during this show so that at one o'clock or 12 o'clock central time, you could book out the door. And I don't fault you one bit. No, I'm usually I, it's very rare that I get out at one o'clock out the door. OK, well, still, then we'll, we'll definitely do this now, Barrett. If you're new to this segment, what we were doing is Ron picks three stories and they're crazy. They're wild. They usually have very little, if anything, to do with sports. And one of those stories is fake. So he'll run through each one of those stories, each one of the three stories, and we'll decide each one of us will vote. So it'll basically be like a running tab of who's in the lead, who's behind, and also trying to figure out which one of those stories is fake. So we'll bring that back on Tuesday coming up next week. Good. As far as right now. Now, I mentioned that Borat movie real quick at the end of the show. Yeah, are you going to see it? Uh, no, well, it's, it's on Netflix. And... Oh. I, I did not. I'm not going to watch it anytime. So or Prime, it's on. I guess I'm not. I'm just not really interested in it. But I did put a poll up. What's better, the Jerky Boys or Borat? Hmm. Borat is winning. There are over 480 votes so far. Borat is winning 54.9 to 45.1. Hmm. Now I'm going to guess that neither one of you have even are familiar with the Jerky Boys. If you were barely familiar with Borat. No, I know who they are. That's uh, dry humor. Yeah, I don't like the dry humor like, like that. Dry humor? Prank no, like that. Well, there's the prank phone calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what was their time period, Aton, when they were at their height? Okay, so this is really a... It, it's crazy that we're going deep into the Jerky Boys, but this is what we do, especially because I feel like it's the earlier version of what Sasha Baron Cohen is now, especially because back then it was audio, now it's video. Mm-hmm. But... The Jerky Boys, I want to say four, album four, 
three and four is really when they started to take their their peak. And the reason is because of this. They came out on the scene and it was something that nobody heard of before, right? I mean, Jerky Boys 3 was 96. Jerky Boys 4 was 97. So the first tape came out in 93. And everybody was like, oh, my goodness, this is hilarious. You got multiple voices. You got two Mm -hmm. different guys. And nobody's heard anything like this. It was hilarious. At some point, everybody knew who those voices were, right? It was almost like, oh, my God, I'm getting pranked by the Jerky Boys. And and you kind of knew it. So what they did is they evolved. And I'll always credit them for this. And this is where I think their height is. What they did is they started to put out ads, fake ads in local newspapers in New York, the Village Voice all these papers, these city paper, these free papers in New York. And they would put ads out for the most ridiculous stuff, like lawn equipment, a log splitter, things along those lines. And then they would have these people on the phone for like three and a half to four minutes. Okay, just tell me where I can meet you for the log splitter. Just tell me where I could go, which was much different. So they evolved. That's hmm. why I, I always defer to the Jerky Boys in that time period as their height. I know that's what you were looking for. Yeah. Processed answer right there. No, that, that was a great answer. And I, and I agree with you. That is that is pretty clever, you know, to go from making fake phone calls to posting fake ads and then using the calls for the ads as the fake phone calls. It's amazing. It's brilliant. Towards the end of it, they actually put out at like eight, they put in. There's this one call that's a guy calling up an agent who mm-hmm. he thinks is an agent and he's going to get him to play semi pro football the Bayside Raiders out there in, in Long Island. And, it, and it's like, okay, you tell them that I, you know, I'll show you my game tape and all oh, this guy from, you know, Long Island trying to get on there. So there, there's a lot, but you don't like, it's dry humor and I get it, Barry. It's not for everybody, but it's just, it's its own planet. And now the Borat movie's coming out. And I don't know why I always go back to Jerky Boys with Borat. Now, who, who are those guys that, you know, um, like they used to, you know, jackass with their uncle. Yeah, jackass. Yeah, now, I, rem- I remember them too. I didn't think that was pretty funny because if I was the uncle, I'd, I'd whoop their ass. You know? Yeah, so. me too. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Now I, I don't know about Harry, but I was out on Jackass. I, yeah. I did not want to see people do anything. Like, who wants to see somebody light their crotch on fire? Yeah, right, yeah, that, right, right. Yeah, just- I was never down with that. I, I don't like seeing guys like almost try to really hurt themselves in right. order for the, yep. the case, for shock video purpose. Like, I was just like stupid. But they made a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. You know, but a lot of things that are stupid make money in the sure. Country. That that should no longer yeah. be a barometer of success. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's look at where should we start now? I just sent this cut to Ron. So we got to give him a couple of minutes to gather the Mike Tomlin, Bud Dupree comment. Oh, I love it. Let's look at the other game. Barrett teased this a little bit yesterday as far as another game that he was eyeing on the schedule. It is. Arguably, if you don't look at Pittsburgh, Tennessee, just based on record, it's the other game you can point to and say it's the game of the week, game of the week. Arizona hosts Seattle. Arizona, clearly not the team that we've seen in years prior. Kyler Murray is legit. This Seattle team, though, they kind of already had a moment or two like that Dolphins game where you think, okay, this is one of those games where they normally lose. They finish 10 and six. They make the playoffs. And you wonder, how does a team this good lose six games? And you go back and you see a stinker like that. They did. They, they are playing significantly better on offense. This is a fantastic game. I'd still think Seattle is the better team until proven otherwise. No question about that. But, um, you know, I, 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 although, although it'd be them beating Dallas, 
their defense totally dominated. You know, of course, we're going to talk about the offense, Kyler Murray, you know, all those guys on that side. But the fact that they beat up, you know, Dallas's offense the way they did, man, I was surprised, man. Buda Baker was just masterful in how he played the game. You know, whoever had him on fantasy, you know, they just they rocked out. Um, they just totally dominated from every aspect. You know, Kyler Murray only had to throw nine passes and won the game. That just goes to show the total dominance their defense had over that that Cowboy offense. Yeah, uh, that said, and you can tell Barkan this, I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals plus the points in this game, Barrett. Okay. <laughs> plus the points. Plus I got the it. points. I think it was at eight on three and a half. Yeah, we'll send Barkan the clip. Yes. <laughs> or maybe the middle show underscore can tag Michael Barkan on Twitter and say, see, you were right. Your beliefs about Harry Mays are correct. He really is a degenerate. I love that play. Here's the thing. They're at home on Arizona. I don't know what it is, but they have yet to hit and take this for what it's worth, not from a gambling standpoint, but just from a football standpoint. They're 0-6 or 6-0 and in unders, 0-6 when it comes to overs this year. So think of this, again, from a football standpoint, especially going up against a prolific offense like Seattle, it seems as if, even down a guy like Chandler Jones, it seems as if the Arizona Cardinals defense is always playing significantly consistent, if I can use those two terms in a row, to where their defense is limiting and the ball control that they have with Kyler Murray moving it up and down the field makes it really difficult for another team to score. So just in a close game, I feel like Arizona has the advantage because they're at home. Yeah, you know, look what Kyler Murray brings to the table. He's never... Um, they're never just out of the play. I mean, you know, DeAndre Hopkins out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Fitzgerald out there. Christian but, Kirk. You know, yeah, Christian Kirk, you know. Yeah. But you always have Kyler Murray in that thing. Like, it's, if it's third and eight, he still has the ability to run the ball on a broken play and pick up those eight yards. Yeah. I mean, he seems like everybody else is jogging. When he's, when he's running, it looks like people are jogging. So, I mean, how do you contain a guy like that? And, you know, Seattle's defense is, is just okay. They're not great. They're just okay. It's just they have a great quarterback who understands how to win, and that's why they've been winning games. So when you pit that against a guy like Kyler Murray, you know, I mean, this is going to be a great game. Great Cardinals game. need more out of Kenyon Drake, though. Oh, they do. Absolutely. On a consistent basis. Are they are they even using him enough to say that? I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah. more asking it. He had a but, pretty good game against Dallas. But they, they, they need that kind of production out of him weekly. It's a musk they get that out of him. Mm-hmm. That's a tough game, man. Now, here's the other another game I want to ask you about because there's a situation here that's really affecting this game, and it's COVID-19. The oh, Las yeah. Vegas Raiders and their offensive line and, and one of their best defensive players, Abram, I, I believe were all sent home earlier this week because of COVID fears. Do we know what's the latest with that? I know, Aton, you've been kind of on this story. Yeah, and this is why it's still a four-point line is because only one of the linemen tested positive. There was a fear Mm. that all five could have it because of contact tracing. But I saw this morning, as of this morning, everybody has, except for the guy who initially tested positive, of course, the other guys came back negative. Okay. It looks as if this game is still, and that's why they moved it out of Sunday night, because they weren't sure what was going to happen with it. But right now, it looks as if, the game is on. It's a four o'clock Eastern game, and the Raiders are a home dog. Take that for what it's worth. But 
it looks as if only one definitively one guy is going to be out. Now, again, it's a starting lineman. He's a pretty good one. Yeah. But it's not the entire offensive line. Otherwise, I would think the Ve- the Vegas Raiders would be like a seven-point dog. Um, yeah, that, that's it's an interesting matchup. I'd rather watch that at 425 than this uh, Bronco. Or, or, you know, the, the Niners and the Patriots, I think, are on here locally at 425. Yeah, they had to move and switch things around. I, yeah. Are you serious we get that? I think that's the game. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. rewatch the Eagles game at that point. No, you can do that. <laughs> you can turn on this Zozo. I, I turn on it. this Zozo championship, Aton. Oh, yeah. I could watch a little Zozo. A little Zozo? Yeah, I might dip out for some Zozo. <laughs> Not bad. Not a yeah. bad suggestion. All right, coming up, you don't want to miss. We have a pretty big football game on Saturday. And then we have the Kansas State-Kansas game, which is big for Kansas State alum like Barrett Brooks. But a lot of people just expect K-State to roll the Jayhawks. Wait until you hear this story. It's hilarious. It's a must-listen. That's what we do here. It's the middle alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Amaton Shander. The middle is on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And, of course, on SportsMap Radio and all SportsMap Radio platforms. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must uh, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh, two minutes out. What else you got? <laughs> what else do I got? <laughs> well, we got to get to that Tomlin audio. That's good yeah, stuff. I I, uh, I sent it to it. Okay. Hey, Ron. Plus, you don't have. Yeah. Um, are you able Crazy to grab? Amount. I know it was embedded. What? So what? What uh, audio are you looking for? Where he's talking about the player are intimidated by Derek Henry, and then he okay, called Derek Henry like Bud Dupree. Well, the Bud faster. Dupree. Yeah, Walgreens. Do we not have the button? Yeah, what what you sent, Aton, was just uh, um, one of those wire things where you just hear music and it's just words to read. Ah, okay. Track, but I have it here, so give me a second. Got it. Okay, multiple times. Thanks, buddy. At least five. Probably more. All right, so got to find a way to limit that so we can still talk to him. (laughs) But it's it's like I can't limit both. Right. From the same source. Um so when you say it's the doorbell Barrett it's the it's the bell indicating that the door is being opened it's not like ringing the doorbell right 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 okay. exactly yeah exactly cuz i'm like who the hell's ringing your doorbell all this all this time <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps on beeping yep we need Culver to come back with ring my bell but youtube i could laugh at I'm going to get one of those those cover things, you know, so it'll kind of drown it out a little bit. It'll just see my hear my uh my voice as opposed to that. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff I got to do. 
Huh? It's the first time I've heard it this week. I haven't. Yeah, heard it. me too. Must be a busy day today. Friday, a busy day in the Brooks household. I, it is, man. We got like we actually got like no lie, eight guys working here. Oh man. Yeah, we're we're redoing the house. You know, you know, empty nesters, kids out the house. So now we're yeah. redoing it. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, give it about 30 seconds and the audio will be in the system. Thank you. You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We have this story that Barrett was telling in the break that we want to make sure you hear and actually let him finish as well. Just some news regarding that game that Harry keeps making fun of me about. And this actually is going to hurt my viewing interest in it. But no, I'm not making fun of you. No, Joe Mixon. Oh, the Bengals Joe. game. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's huge. That's, that's key. Yeah, that's a key. It's a key loss. Now he has been banged up. He missed practice two days in a row. It just mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen. And so, what is it going to be? A heavy dose of Giovanni Bernard? I would believe so. Yeah. I would believe so. Now, Barrett, take us back because I don't even know how this conversation began, where. You were referencing it's a big game this weekend. And I know that it's not Alabama, Tennessee, Alabama. I know it's not that <laughs> or it's not the gigantic Indiana upset on the money line that's about to happen with Penn State. It's not that it's Kansas, Kansas State. But look, even though the Jayhawks are trash, a lot of people at K-State, including you who went there, are gassed up and rightfully so for what is an anticipated beatdown. But you got talking about how you went back and weren't allowed on your own sidelines. Right, man. It, it was crazy. You know, and we got into this conversation because, you know, we talked about, you know, Coach Judge telling God. his family members they, wear, they better wear something blue. And, you know, I'm saying, well, if it was my kid, you know, yada, yada, yada. So long story long, I said, well, you know, I had, you know, kind of a rocky uh, reintroduction to my Kansas State Wildcats um, a year and a half after I played. I mean, I finished playing in the NFL and I retired. So I go back there, and we're playing KU at Kansas State. Right now, at, Coach Mangino, huh? We were at, at home. home, and yeah, no, Kansas State, Kansas was it was at Kansas State. So, Coach Mangino, who was my coach, my, well, assistant offensive line coach, is now the head coach at Kansas, and we, you know, Kansas State has a new coach, Ron Prince, and. He really, you know, didn't really understand the culture of of, of Kansas and Kansas Kansas State football or he whatnot, even though he's from there. Yeah, he was so, on the Virginia staff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he comes, he goes to Kansas State, and and he, um, I get to Kansas State, I go down, walk on the field, because you know, because the secretaries, everybody know me, so I walk down on the field, and they got recruits there, and I'm telling them, hey man, you got to come to Kansas State. You know, we built this. You know, from from scratch, you know, all these other teams come with, you know, Oklahoma. They always come with teams with a, you know, a legacy of what they did. Well, I was a part of that legacy. I built Kansas State up, too, on my back. So after all, I said all that, you know, gassed up all these recruits. One of the coaches, you know, of this new coaches that comes to me, hey, uh, where are you sitting at? Where's your ticket at? I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean? Where's my ticket at? Are uh, you going to need a ticket? You can't stay down on the field. I said, what do you mean I can't stay down on the field? I'm standing on the sideline. I mean, you got my jersey, my Super Bowl jersey, hanging up downstairs 
inside the locker room. I'm Barrett Brooks. I, I know you are, but, you know, Coach Prince doesn't like to have former players here. Wow. So you can't stay on the sideline. He didn't last said, Are you long. kidding me? So I, as I was saying that, Coach Mangino comes, hey, Brooksy, how are you doing? So, we're, you know, we're, you're chopping up back and forth. And this guy's saying this, and Mangino turns and said, hey, you can come on stand on my sideline. I said, bro, I can't do that. So, well, you, you can't stay here, man. I don't know what you're going to do. You can't stay. You don't have a ticket. We don't have any more tickets. I said, I cannot believe that Ron is going to do me like this and you're going to do me like this. And you know what? I am going to stand on the Kansas sideline. Mm-hmm. So I went, me and my uh, my boy Andre Coleman, who was also in the league, yeah. went and stood on KU's sideline. Then all the boosters saw where we were standing at. So about a month and a half, two months later, one of the boosters finally builds up enough courage to call me. Hey, man, what was going on? Why would you stand on Kansas sideline? Da, 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 da. So I told him. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying it's because of this incident. But I truly believe that five months later, Ron Prince was no longer yeah. the Kansas State head coach. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think they, they got rid of him because of that incident. Look at that influence. Baby. I'm not saying it was me, but I am saying he was no longer the coach right. a little while after that. We should be doing shows at Kansas State. We'd be treated like royalty. <laughs> I know. Sitting next to Barrett Brooks. Are you kidding me? We'd have the entire campus to ourselves. Now, did you get into the game without a ticket? I walked through. I walked through. It's, it's you know, it's the practice facility and everything's inside the um, inside the stadium. So I just walked through and just walked oh. down the steps and walked on the field. Walked through the locker room. Walked out there. Okay. Yeah, how many years out were you? Oh man, that was. I had just. Uh, I had just retired. So I played twelve years. Two years out. Fourteen years. Yeah. Fourteen no, years. You were. You weren't fourteen years out. Oh, you were fourteen years out of Kansas State. Is my. Yeah. Yep. Fourteen years out of Kansas back. State. That wasn't the first time you were back since you left. Yeah. Well. Yes, for a game, yes. For a game, yes. Because yeah, I was always playing. playing during the same time that they were playing. Well, I guess you're right. Okay. So and, they really should have just known you from sight as opposed to, you know, it's not like you were hanging out there reliving days of glory for three or four years straight after you left. You were in the league. I'm not the guy to go around and say, hey, I'm Barrett Brooks, you know, former Kansas State. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I don't just go back to the school. I just went back to watch a simple game, man. That's all I did, man, you know. You really aren't I, that guy. I'm, I'm not, man. I'm I'm the farthest from that. You know me, man. We've known each other for a long. Both of you guys know that I'm yeah. I'm not the guy to try to big time everybody. I'm not going you to the club. Fired. See that this is what's crazy about this story is that you are the last person I would think of, right? Anybody that I know or have worked with that's played in the league. You are literally the last person on the list that I would think of that would go up to anybody and say, "Hey, man, do you know who I am?" <laughs> and, and even if it's like in a situation like this, or if it's a speeding ticket or whatever, but you're just the last. Yet I don't do time, it. You got a coach fired. <laughs> Dog, I didn't. I didn't do it. I'm, and I'm still saying I'm not. I'm not the guy that did it. But I don't know, Harry. But Dude. you don't do that, man. You don't. You don't treat a guy like that, man. I mean, I even I can even come. I can even go back to 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 Pittsburgh, or I can go back to Detroit or Green Bay. Yeah, and I wouldn't have to go through that. Ron my Prince. Alma mater. Ron Prince was nine and fifteen in three years in the Big Twelve. That's why he was fired. <laughs> okay, I told you what. <laughs> Seriously, let's be honest. Now, did right. he did he ever lose to Kansas in those three years? He lost that game. He lost that game. <laughs> he lost that game. Uh, and, and, and you know what? What was the bad part? Coach Schneider then came out of retirement to bring mm-hmm. the bring the squad back. Right, I remember that. Get them back to respectability. Yeah. 
Did yeah, you? well, Ron Ron Prince was on the staff at, at Virginia for I believe it was Al Groh who yep. was the head coach at Virginia because you had Al Golden coaching the defense and Ron Prince was the offensive coordinator and both of them got jobs in the same year as head coaches. Right. right. Al Golden at Temple, obviously, and then Prince at K State. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. Now Ron has tracked down this audio that Harry's been dying to listen to. We're going to hear from Mike Tomlin coming up next, the former, as we mentioned, Barrett playing with the Steelers. So we'll go up to Pittsburgh as they have a big game in Nashville coming up on Sunday. And just what did Mike Tomlin have to say about all-world Derrick Henry? That coming up next. It is the middle, of course, sportsmapradiophillyvoice.com slash the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation, and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case but also throughout the client's life. Uh, Two minutes and we're back. Look at this one. John Shelton. Wants a play on Temple, man. Don't think you were getting out of here without talking about your alma mater. Oh, yeah, I, I do. I'm staying away from them uh, this week. They're at Memphis. Memphis is 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 good. They're going to score a, a lot of points. And I think they're 13 and a half point underdogs, if I remember. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't like them this week. I, I just wouldn't bet it. I'll give you one. Cincinnati on the road getting points. Yeah, against SMU. Yeah, I don't like I don't like that for SMU. No. Bit. Cincinnati's legit. Yep. They can move the ball. They can play good defense and give me the points all day. I'd take them straight up, to be honest with you. Although I'll tell you, uh, the game that got postponed last week or two weeks ago, Cincinnati Tulsa. Yeah. They, I think that was at Cincinnati. Tulsa was a short dog. I was going to take Tulsa in that game. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> tell Barkan. That's that. That's that next level stuff you got going yeah. on there, Harry. Well, I love the. I like the over in the Auburn Mississippi game too. The over Mississippi's defense stinks. Yeah, they give up like forty a game. They are. They are bad. But look and, at the points they put up, though. Oh, I know, but that's why I like the over. Yeah, because yeah, gonna, yeah, because yeah, Auburn's defense will give up thirty a week. <laughs> there was a one over that I really liked that I took earlier. Oh. You know, I was tempted. I got Maryland at plus 11 because mm-hmm. I, I don't trust Northwestern's. While I, I think that under would be a pretty good one. What about the Minnesota-Michigan game? That's I like Miss Minnesota. 54 and a half, then you probably like the under too, right? Plus the three. So if yeah. you take Minnesota, you might as well double down. Yeah. Uh, look at this. We got Sean Kemp news. No. Yeah. You have another kid? No, no, no. This is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this is pretty good, though. Yeah, I mean. Good Kemp news here. Yeah. Right, we're back in, in three. This is good Sean Kemp info right here.
middle on the Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from Neo Riley Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. There are people that are intimidated by him. Um, and those they're tangible things to, to be intimidated by. You know, this this is like Bud Dupree running the football, you know. This guy gets into your secondary. Uh, it's like trying to tackle a guy like Bud, uh, except he's faster, obviously, than Bud. So uh, you can see DBs having issues with that. Um, hopefully we minimize the amount of time that our guys are in those circumstances. And, and hopefully when our guys are in those circumstances, they do what they have to do. They do what the job requires them to do. That's Mike Tomlin. And I, honestly, Barrett, Harry has been waiting all show to hear that cut. That's why I, we purposely played it an hour and 40 into it, because if we played it right away, you would have checked out. Oh, man, I love that. I could listen to that guy talk, and I, I tune into his press conferences quite often. <laughs> I, I, I find him fascinating. And plus, the other thing, he's, his eyes are always like wide open when he's right, talking. Right, at right, he's right. Like, okay. <laughs> Making oh, you pay he, attention. He is awesome. And, and I love hearing that, because that tells me I am taking Pittsburgh all day long. He's poor-mouthing his defense, basically saying the guys are intimidated by Derrick Henry. My ass. Well, and then, then Bud is pissed off because now, yeah. how do you know he's faster than I am? Right, exactly. So that's that's a chip on his shoulder. He's going he's going to go all world on him, and he's going to be playing against our guy Dennis Kelly. That's right. It's strength on strength because Steelers' yeah. <laughs> run defense is something. They give up like three point three yards per rush, right? And they have the second lowest. Uh, completion percentage allowed in the NFL as far as their pass defense. Well, you got to also look at this, though. Uh, Bush, Devin Bush is out yeah. for the that season. But so is Luan. Yeah, that's the, the, the tackle. It almost no, so that's why Dennis Kelly up. is starting. Yeah. Oh, your guy, Dennis Kelly? You're going to yes. your hopes on the Tennessee Titans winning this football game on your guy, Dennis Kelly? You're out of there, your mind. There's way too many Dennis Kelly references on this program. He's had about six references all week, and it's the first week. Are you guys? Do you guys share the same agent? Is there some sort of a financial <laughs> incentive here to reference Dennis Kelly? That's right, Harry. You're right. Brooke yeah. We got the same hair. No, we don't have the same haircut. You know, he's got all this flea flowing Tarzan long hair, hair right yeah he's, he's got yeah. the Tarzan look you know what I mean but hey, he's been balling man and I'm, I'm pissed off that we lost that trade also so what is Doriel Green Beckham doing right now he's going hey, he's going to he's going to kick it with uh with uh with your boy you know with the at the dispensary he's gonna oh, go kick it with so? well we have Sean uh, Kemp news it's breaking Sean Kemp news and I'm trying to see if in fact DGB Doriel Green Beckham is available right now <laughs> he's hang. kicking it with Sean Kemp. You know, he's dealing with a, a couple of legal issues towards the end of his career, but the most recent issue he had, arrested in Springfield, Missouri on possession of a controlled substance, which in Missouri is less than 35 grams of marijuana. You hear controlled substance, you think, "Oh my goodness," and then you see, well, it's well, just also, Right. Now, with that said, Sean Kemp, we find out has opened up a dispensary mm. in Seattle where it's legal. Sean Kemp's cannabis next week. That's coming. A giant mural of Kemp painted on the side of the building. Seattle will have Sean. Not Hemp. No, not Sean Hemp. Although that would be a hell of a nickname now. Yeah. Sean Hemp. (laughs) An inspiration for people to get involved with the legal cannabis injury. Gary Payton is scheduled to appear at the grand opening on October 30th. Wow. The glove. 
Good for both of these guys. Yeah. Love's just showing up for the talent fee. Glove is like Mays in this. That's right. <laughs> Aaron or me would be Sean Kemp and be like, hey, man, can you come help us out and just be here for this thing? All right. right. The talent fee. <laughs> <laughs> can I pay you on weed? <laughs> it's great. No. <laughs> I guarantee you, Kemp, like Kemp could provide some of the worst quality bud, but people would be lined up to get it simply because it's Sean Kemp and his mm-hmm. name on it, right? No doubt. He's got a family to feed, man. He's got like 12 kids, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, 12, he's been out there. He's definitely been out there. But I wonder <laughs> how long this thing gets. Like, do you think people would franchise it? Would you franchise a Sean Kemp cannabis dispensary there, if you were in Seattle? It's like, no doubt. You've got a name behind it now. You've got Sean Kemp's name behind it. It's not like you're opening up your own small mom and pop shop. No question I would. No question. All right. I'm just curious. Now, Seattle, we mentioned that Arizona game. I don't know if you think Tennessee has enough to upset Pittsburgh in this one, despite them being a one point. They're favored. favorite. I know. Yeah. But it shifted back and forth. I just I don't like the Titans at all. If, if that mm-hmm. means I stay away from this game, I'll stay away from it. I do like the under 51, but I, I would stay the hell away from this game. It just it feels like it's going to be a difficult game to call, but probably a fun game to watch. Mm hmm. One of those, right? One of those yeah. games where it's like, stay away from uh, any type of wager, but it will probably be entertaining and maybe even more entertaining because you didn't bet it. <laughs> That's one of those well, yeah, games that, that you're, you're glad the Eagles aren't on at the same time because this is the game I'd really want to watch. <laughs> I agree. See, that's a, the, the, see, that's the whole nature. The, you know, it, that's bringing out the good in football. You guys are tarnishing it with all this betting stuff, man. Just you know, watch it's it just for the pureness of the sport, Harry. It's the hard. pureness of the sport, Aton. Who are you, Roger Goodell? <laughs> yeah, next I got news for you. Without gambling, football doesn't exist. Not right now. You're absolutely right. <laughs> now we've got the Colts, Dolphins, Vikings, and Ravens who are off, so we won't get a chance to see Yannick with his new team this week. But we do get a shot at seeing Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. That Chiefs-Broncos line, if you want to look at it, it's just under 10 here, but that has to be one of the most anticipated debuts we've seen in a little bit now. Is Like, I can't wait. This is what it has. They have me watching a Broncos game mm-hmm. because I can't wait to see how Andy Reid uses Le'Veon Bell. And I can't imagine that Bell is going to be on some sort of Deshaun Jackson pitch count or he's only going to touch the ball four or five times. I imagine, based on how much he played recently with New York, the fact that he needed to just take the week off for the COVID precaution, now jumping into this week head first, you'll probably see as much Bell as you will Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. There's no question. I mean, and, and he's not just going to be in the backfield. He's going to be everywhere, you know, so – the personnel pack, he's it's probably going to be a lot of 21 personnel, you know, two running backs, one tight end. You know, can you imagine that? With him out there playing either, either you know, an H-back somewhere or and him and Kelsey on the same side, what do you do? That's going to be great. Then you got the Cheetah sitting out there also. Mm-hmm. That defense is going to be scared to death. Yeah, and, and rightly so. But the, the week I want to see him play is actually next week when they play the Jets in Kansas City. Oh. I would love to see Andy Reid force feed him the football 30 times and have him go for, you know, a buck 80 and just jam it up Gase's rear end. He's going to have those, those, those crazy yeah, eyes. Yeah, crazy <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's, I wonder, and again, I don't know what it would take to fire Adam Gase, 
and I don't truly care if the guy makes it or not. Thankfully, I don't have to root for that just mistaken oh. football team. Oh. But I wonder, though, if Bell, let's, because the Jets are going to lose, right? It doesn't matter that the Jets are going to lose. They're facing an uphill battle, taking on a, a pretty upset Buffalo Bills team right now. Yeah. Who all of a sudden went from darling to the opposite, losing two straight. So they're clearly going to take out all their aggression on New York. They're going to fall to 0-7. But let's say that does happen. Let's say Jets' ownership is not only what, because this is a one-two punch. You would get the early game with Buffalo and New York and see Buffalo run over them, you know, probably 28-30 to 3. So you're dealing with that another humiliating loss or getting you closer to Trevor Lawrence. But, fellas, on the other side of it, now you have Le'Veon Bell touch the ball 25 times go for 150 combined yards, one or two touchdowns. That I wonder if that just puts him over the top. And it's yeah. like, now I have to fire Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. You have to, because now they lost him with no compensation. They just cut him. And, and that owner is writing him a fat $6 million check. Right. You to know, have him so, play for Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, Adam Gase should be fired for simply the lack of development of Sam Darnold alone. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He has gotten yeah. no better. He's gotten worse. So what is Douglas? Yeah. So 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 Joe Douglas, you know, does he get a pass also? I mean, it is his team. Yeah. The second year being there. He just let Le'Veon Bell go. Does he stay or does he go? Yeah, but wasn't it Gase that really didn't want Le'Veon Bell in the first place? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. But the whole thing about having we had Manish on on this mm-hmm. show before it turned into the middle, and uh, we should get Manish back. Manish Mehta. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's yeah, local guy to where we are. He covers the Jets, covers the NFL. He's one of the best in the country, and he tore in to the Jets. It was awesome to hear. Yeah. And he's a guy who's there every day, and he knows the dysfunction level of it. But that's part of it. Is that you know they had a general manager that was there and then allowed to draft and then fired and then bring in another guy. It's just insanity to see it across the board. Uh, Let's look at two other games here before we break and then wrap the hour with uh, this nice little nugget for the weekend. College or pro? uh, All right, I'll throw one out and you throw one out. So if you want to throw a college game out, you throw college and I'll go NFL. Is that fair? Uh, Barrett's the wild card. If, If we need to clean up with anything left, then Barrett's the wild card. (laughs) <laughs> Packers Texans. Yeah, it's a low line. Ugh. But you would like to think that this is just like with Buffalo, an opportunity to take out some aggression following what happened the previous two weeks. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers was getting ripped to shreds, rightfully so, after that loss to the Bucks. You would think that this is a convincing Packers victory, no? You would. Yeah, but I, I just don't like the game. I like dude, there's something about and I used to say this about the Titans until Vrabel turned them around and they're actually, you know, I like watching and I like the way they play. I have nothing for the Houston Texans. I love Deshaun Watson, but outside of him, there is no reason to ever turn on a game when they're on TV. And like, let everybody go. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, too. You can't lose DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. and add David Johnson and expect everybody to be locking into their television. Right. I mean, how many times do you need. How many times do you need to see the Houston Texans play in that wild card weekend in that first game at 4.30 in the afternoon and lose? <laughs> it seems the like over- they were, they've were they been in that game every, like for the last six years. 
No question. But what's the yeah. over under on on Watt making this and making it the entire season? What's the over under? Yeah, he's he's he'll he's pretty shy. He'll be hurt. And especially if they're out of it, out of it, you'll see one of these injuries where it's like, you know, one of these quasi shutdown injuries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would definitely take the under whatever that number is for games played this year for Watt. I would definitely right. take the under here. All right. It's Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. You can follow us on Twitter at Barry uh, at B Brooks, part of me, 72 NBCS at Harry Mays TU at Shander show. And, Harry gave his temple play in the break, and it wasn't even worth bringing back on the national airwaves. No, it's not a play. I'm staying away. Exactly. You yeah. abstain here. I'm abstaining. You'd make but a good I, senator the way you abstain. I, <laughs> I do I do have a, a game that I do like. Okay. Right. Let's hit that real quick, and then we'll right. the hour. All right. Alabama. Alabama is laying 21 points to Tennessee. Wow. Alabama. And it's not enough. Jeremy Pruitt, Jeremy Pruitt, uh, the head coach of Tennessee, 10 of his 11 SEC losses since he became the head coach are by 21 points or more. 10 of 11. The only one that wasn't, I believe, was against South Carolina. Alabama is going to – this game's going to be over in the first quarter. And Aton, I think you're I, all over that first half first, line, right? right. Yeah, the, the, he's yeah. going to punch – he's going to figuratively – Punch Pruitt in the face. Yeah, they got big problems in Tennessee. They started off really well. They had won eight straight dating back to the middle of last season. And all of a sudden, the wheels have come off. I mean, they were whacked by Kentucky last week. And the previous week, uh, Georgia thumped them, too. Now, Georgia's a really good football team. But you lose 34-7, 37-7 to Kentucky, you got issues. Mm. All right. We'll wrap the hour next. See if uh, Barrett has one more we can slide in here before we end this football Friday. It's phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, two minutes and we're back. You have one more you want to throw out, Barrett? I was just going to talk about that uh, that Michigan game you guys already talked about, yeah. Michigan-Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll save that for the end here. Is there anything that we should sneak in? That's a night game, I think, isn't it? Yep, 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 yep. We got some injury stuff. We could talk in overtime real quick about two for the Eagles. Hassan Ridgeway out for the season. He was playing well. Yeah, he was. That's a tough one. Yeah, the, the guy that uh, they got um, that used to be with Pittsburgh hasn't done squat. Our grave is trash. He has done nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Nothing. 
Wow. So I'm looking at this right now. According to the Washington State Department of Agriculture, their entomologists located the first ever Asian giant hornet nest in the U.S. late yesterday. <laughs> what? PM, and they show this video of this fucking giant hornet mm. coming out. Where's this? It came from China. The Asian giant hornet nest mm -hmm. located in Seattle somewhere. Seattle. If you've ever heard uh, Chris Russo say that word. Seattle. Uh-oh. They said they have them in, Pit in uh, Pennsylvania. No. I promise you. Really? Oh, I don't yes. I, I'm not saying no, like I don't believe you. I'm just saying like no, like oh. Sh yeah. Wow. Dude, it's like three times, four times the size of a regular hornet. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Back in, well, technically five. That's nuts. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, let's hit one more game. Dealer's choice here, Barrett Brooks. College, NFL, whatever you want. We've got two minutes on the network. We'll hit overtime with some Eagles injury news on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. But take it away, sir. You, you got to go with uh, Minnesota, Michigan. You know, both teams are ranked. Um, it, they have a new a new type of culture there in Minnesota, man. They, they feel as though they're just as good and they should be looked upon as, as, as one of the top uh, teams in that, in that conference. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the line is, but you know, Minnesota, they've changed the belief and it's three. Yeah. Uh, Michigan's favored by three. So that just goes to show, you know, and Harbaugh needs to get something going yeah. in Michigan before he's out of there. I mean, they won't have his private plane anymore mm. and all that nonsense. I like the quarterback at Minnesota, that Tanner yeah. Morgan kid. Yeah. yeah. Row the boat, Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what the coach says? That yeah. Fleck or yeah. what's his name? Yeah, Fleck. 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 Yep. Not Fletch. No, not Fletch. Yeah. Or Fletcher Cox, for that matter. <laughs> Who no. showed up yesterday? I had no choice. That offensive line is atrocious. If Fletcher Cox didn't show up yesterday, then what the hell? I mean, my goodness, there is a major cause for concern. Are you ripping Fletcher Cox? No, I'm saying that offensive line is so bad, Fletcher Cox had no choice but to dominate. That's a backhanded compliment. Barry. Not at all. No, I'm saying well, Hargrave didn't show up. Well, Hargrave is yet to show up. He's making. Thank you. <laughs> you have to show up first in order to not show up. Otherwise, you just absent. $30 million, and, and, and we have gotten nothing to show for him. Nothing. They're paying him for nothing. Right, this well, first week has flown by, man. It has. It has. We're back on Monday, so we'll have a lot of non-Eagle stuff to react to. From <laughs> Thank goodness, man. That, that team is a chore. Coming up overtime, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We are back on Monday, Sports Map Radio. All right, so couple minutes here and looking at as we transition back locally here on phillyvoice.com slash the middle exclusively this news about 
Hargraves comes down and just more with Lane Johnson, the knee. No, Ridgeway, I thought you said. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ridgeway is out on, it looks like going to be the rest of the season. And then we also have, for at least the next two weeks, we know that they'll be without Deshaun, Lane Johnson. They really. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.